0: Yeah, buffalo huh
1: yeah I, i'm happy seven more sleeps are you happy because i'm happy i'm happy i'm happy and you're happy the uh, team's got to be happy
0: nothing against the fine folks in buffalo and i do love me some beef and whack so there's nothing nothing against the fine folks in buffalo at all but uh after watching the red sox cheered loudly in that 7-4. Yeah, every Unless time
1: Vladdy would go. fly out and everybody would stand up and cheer because he got time. out. That's, that's, come on. Time to go. It's
0: 7-4. The Red Sox beat the Blue Jays last night. The final game for the Blue Jays at Salem Field in Buffalo, you know, providing everything goes according to plan. We don't have a, you know, any COVID curveballs thrown at us.
1: You watch your mouth.
0: I'm just saying. You never know. The Jays lost both games to the Red Sox. The other game, of course, is rained out. and would be made up as part of a doubleheader. Thus, here are, Mr. Barker, your standings in the American League uh-huh. East. Atop the American League East, my Boston Red Sox. Of course. I hate the Red Sox. They're 58 and 38.
1: That's amazing. The Tampa
0: Bay Rays, my Rays. Uh. Are 57 and 39. The New York Yankees. The little engine that could. The little engine that could. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> the little engine that could. Those underdog New York Yankees, those fighting is. Yankees, they're 50 and 44. Folks, I hate to tell you this, but right now, in terms of the standings, they are a better team than Mr. Barker's Toronto Blue Jays, who are 48 and 44 going into a three-game series against the Mets that starts tomorrow. Nobody cares about Baltimore. The Jays are four and a half behind Oakland in the wild cards uh, for the final wild card spot. The Rays are two and a half up in the wild card spot. The Jays are eight games behind Boston. They got four games against the Red Sox coming up before the trade deadline. And I'm just going to throw this out here right now. I'm going to throw this out here right now. If I'm Ross Atkins, if I'm Ross Atkins, if I have a deal that will make my team better going into that Boston series, and I can do it without waiting until the deadline, and it might cost me a little more than playing deadline games, I'm ready to make the deal. I'm ready to make the deal, because... What if they get swept by the Mets? It doesn't matter what the Mets do. You got those games against the Red Sox coming up. You've got to win three of them. Is oh. it three or four. How many is a four-game four series? They, no, they – you look, just park, say three? Park, if they don't, they're going to end up well, – you, you do not want to be – you don't want to be double digits out of – and here's the thing, because in your division, you can actually look at the wild card race and the East race as one and the same thing. Where you yeah. are in the East race is basically going to tell you where you are in the wild card yeah. race, if you know what I mean, right? You're going to have to finish third in the East by a lot to get the wild card spot, or maybe not by a lot, but third place will will give you a real shot at that. They they are not a good team inside their division, and it, the trade deadline and everything is great, and and yes, the schedule softens in September, and they're certainly they're not going to be out of it by the trade deadline, but. The hill to climb gets a whole hell of a lot steeper if Boston does a number in you again. And I got to tell you, based on what I saw, uh, these two games against the Red Sox,
1: Red Sox are better. Yeah. Well, they got it. With Captain J- obvious, what, I know. Well, the Jays got outscored twenty to eight. They got out homered eleven to four. That's yeah. what the Blue Jays do. They hit and, a bunch and, of and
0: homers. And and both of the teams. Are, I mean, they're, they're playing. This sounds dumb, but they're playing in the same ballpark. They're playing ah. in the
1: same. Ballpark are they you can keep you can keep the, the Red Sox the big part of the field in Fenway down and away you think Steven Matz go down and away with the sinker
0: oh Steven Matz by the way gets to start against the Mets forgot to mention that you <laughs> well, know you why, the Mets, well, you know you why did, the Mets got rid of him because Steven Matz not real good because he can't pitch at <laughs> city field he has trouble at home well
1: I think he can hit a little.
0: The Jays have him right where they want him. Exactly where they want him. Uh Robbie Ray last night. What did you what did you make of that? He Robbie, wasn't
1: real
0: Robbie, good. Robbie Ray. Well, tell me what you were what you were talking about, Robbie Ray and, and, and well, pitch location.
1: Okay, well, okay. Just look at what he did last night. Uh, he faced twenty one batters. He threw eleven strike once. Not good enough against a really good lineup. Uh he gave up four two strike hits. Yeesh three all three homers that he gave up were all with two strikes. He's given up 23 homers this year, Jeff. You know how many he's given up with two strikes of those 23? 21? 16. Close. That's a lot.
0: That that is a uh,
1: that's a lot. Crap uh Devers was one for one with a homer and a walk. Now, he's left-handed. So you think guy throws that hard, devastating slider, you got to get the lefty out, right? But that lefty's Devers. It's pretty good. Now he only walked one guy. That that's a plus, but it's Again, when when you know, sometimes we always talk about how how important strike one is, and it is, it is one of the most important parts of that because it gets that hitter thinking. Now he's trying to play guess along with you because you're you're ahead zero and one. Now you can use, you know, Robbie Ray's got two pitches, but he can locate it. You can go up with it. He can go in with it. He can go in with the slider. Maybe he can go back door with the slider. You know, it's just it, that. Oh, one one is very important, but now it gets to two strikes. How do you get you out? And then I was watching that game yesterday and how their bats were. And if I were facing Robbie Ray with only two pitches, and this is what I, t- I was texting you back and forth, yep. saying that, you know, this would be a nice time for him if he did have one to throw a change-up. Change-up would, would – Change of speeds. He could go away with it. Maybe to have a little right. Don't run. Be afraid to mix a Maybe curve in a every little... now and then, too. Yeah, well, the reason why he's not mixing in curves because he's only got 27 walks, 19 starts. He thinks he can yeah. command two pitches all the time, and he's been punching <laughs> out a ton of people with right. it. But it's the Red Sox. Sometimes, occasionally, got to go outside the box. And this is my point with two strikes. That is. One of the things right here down the stretch is if you're Robbie Ray and you're the Toronto Blue Jays and you're Pete Walker, do you walk up to him and go, hey, we know what you've done up until this point. But the word's out on what you do. And if you're facing a good team who can eliminate something, maybe in, maybe elevated, you could tell the Red Sox were looking up against him with two strikes. Mm -hmm. The Devers, I think, cement mix and slider was out up over the plate that he hit for the home run. The other two fastballs, you know, the the Kiki home run, that's probably not a home run in most parks, but it is there. So, That's a fastball, a little elevated. It's when good hitters can make that approach, you have to make an approach to that. And it just seems like for whatever reason, either he doesn't want to, or he thinks, why would I? It's been working up until this point. I've only given up a bunch of solo homers until last night, but it's just that that's one thing too. We always talk about, do you re-sign Robbie Ray? Do you think Robbie Ray next year in the American League East with the book that they have on him can come back, throw this hard, not walk too many people, and maybe add a third pitch. If the answer to all three of those is yes, maybe you take a run at it. Well, see, this is what I, this is why I said, and and folks, you can
0: weigh in at any time. Of course, five ninety five ninety is a text line. We'll be joined, by the way, by Dave Jost, about the that? Mets bench coach uh, in the second half Says of the show. Says I don't
1: throw hard, but I can close my eyes and throw it where I want yeah. to throw it. He, of How course, was
0: that? a the guy who threw BP to Pete Alonzo, but he's also the Mets bench coach. This will be the, uh,
1: I wonder how many he'll
0: lose because he was coached with Felipe. Luis Rojas, Felipe's son, he's his bench coach for him. I don't know, did Mo ever manage in winter ball? I don't think so. Okay. He's
1: been the GM. I think
0: yeah. he's the owner now. Anyhow, so it'll, it'll be fine. I love talking to Dave. Uh, love talking to Dave Jones. He really is he's a, he's a friend of the show. He's a, he's a, he's a personal friend, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun having him on mm-hmm. to talk about that. So we'll get some insight in the Mets. But going back to Ray, this is why I said a couple of days ago that when it comes to re-signing guys, especially pitchers, I want to wait as long as I can. I, I want to see what Robbie Ray is like in September, and that's no disrespect to Robbie Ray, but he was good for the Jays in the final bit of a shortened season last year. He's been good so far. You could have made a case for him being on the All Star team. Yeah, uh, he was. He he he's been by and large good so far. But I, I I want to see. Let's see what he. Let's see what that looks like in September. Yeah. What about now, the- in September if he's hitting? If he's got the same velo? And and all that, then then I'm ready to. Yeah, damn right, I'm yeah, ready let's see, to have that let's talk. See too
1: how me. he looks, at Roger Center. Does he attack a little bit more? Does the home run that he's not giving up? You could see the Zoom call last night. He really, he was about to say it. Yes, he was so close he, to he, saying he, it. He really was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was about to say that the ballpark is just going from Dunedin coming yeah. to Buffalo. A couple of those home runs that were given up last night weren't homers in any other park, and it, it's very tough for a two pitch guy to just go in and say, I'm never going to miss location, right? Right? And occasionally, if if I do miss location, it has to... The ballpark's got to help me out a little. Yep. And it just it doesn't, and that can eat you up. So how would it help coming to the Rogers Center?
0: Robbie Ray last night, five hits, four earned runs, four strikeouts, one walk.
1: All hits were extra base hits. Yes. The three homers all came on two strikes. It's it's a thing. You know, we talk about the third time through. We talk about the 76 pitch to the 100 pitch mark. That's about when he starts to... Two pitch guy, right? That's when they start going. Okay, I can't hit this. I'm going to look for this. If he throws me this and doesn't locate it, I got a good chance of hitting it hard somewhere. Yeah, all right. It's a lot going on there, but again, he's been really good. This is the thing, right? Well, it's, I mean, the, the look, the Jays have talked about not walking
0: anybody, and Robbie Ray isn't walking for the most part. Nineteen, isn't walking 19 stars, twenty
1: seven walks, so, and six of those walks came in one game. You remember that?
0: That's right. So let's let's give him let's take four walks out of that game. What are we looking at? Fifteen walks in in in, in however many innings.
1: A lot less than last year and the year before yeah. that.
0: So that's that. That's I'm I'm glad you mentioned. But again, that. that's, but that's again, a great point. it
1: would be nice. It would be nice. Yeah. And you wonder how good he could be if he added the change up down in a way, or he used the breaking ball enough. Not not a ton, just enough. Or he could command something away. Yeah. It's always in 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 elevated in some more elevated some more. If he went away occasionally. Yeah. Because what do they do, right-handed hitters? Consistently, they can't hit 98, 97 in yeah. there. They got to open it up. If you go away with it, maybe you get some cheap outs. Again, I'm begging. And, uh, Danny Jansen uh,
0: left the game with recurrence, it appears, of that hamstring injury. They kept no for a month. Hello, Alejandro Kirk. Kirk came out of his his game. Hey, he's, maybe a
1: blessing. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that. Danny Jansen, good good people, but... Let's see what, uh, I, you know, terrible, I'm going right? to say this
0: because I, I am ready to see it. Let's see what Kirk and McGuire. I got enough confidence in McGuire behind the plate right now. Let's see what They're Kirk. They're going to split time. Yeah. Let's see what Kirk yeah. and McGuire looks like. Let's just, let's, let's see what it looks like. Hyunjin Ryu is my big concern it there, is. but, but, but let's see what it looks like. The other thing we got to talk about, and I, I'm going to pat myself on the back here. You should. Because I noticed as soon as you Jordan did. Romano threw his first pitch, I texted you. So why is he not crouching? Yeah, and and then you brought up a point and we came in today. Well, how many appearances has Taylor
1: Sacedo made? Six in July, uh, and uh, Jordan Hermanto's only made four. Make you wonder why Taylor sacedo has got more appearances in July than than Jordan did. Well, does. the, uh, the Velo was there last night. He had hundred uh, last night to hundred. Yeah, I mean he's locating that halfway decent. JD Martinez is pretty good hitter, if you've noticed it.
0: That 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 is a that's well, an insane home, That's an insane. Well, the run.
1: ballpark helps out a, l- a little but bit too, but still. It, it's you know, it was coming in hotter than it was leaving. But still, when you see ninety eight, the pitch before that at the knees, and then you can mechanically make an adjustment to, you know, allow yourself to take your eyes <sighs> and direct the, the barrel to the baseball. It's just that, that I that is nec- that that's next next level it, stuff. It, it's not that's... even it, like yeah. Most hitters can't do that. yeah, sometimes you got to tip your hat to the hitter and just say, man, that's special.
0: All those folks, all of us were rolling our eyes when JD Martinez said last year not having not having the video. I, was one of them. I know, but I'm I it's got I I think it's true based on what we've seen so far. Uh anyhow, all that aside, Jordan Romano not crouching. I, I know you've spoken to some folks about this, so yeah. I'm putting it right down the middle here. Is it because he's uncomfortable doing it? Is it because he's hurt? What do you... No, no. Well, it?
1: well, well. It, from what I understand, it was more him doing it. They had no idea that he was going to do it. and That's, that's
0: not a good... For, so, he just well, trotted it out for, in the middle of the
1: game? Well, I mean, tried he's had pl- he's played plenty of time to sit in the bullpen and practice things. I don't want to say that. I'm sorry that I said that out loud. But it has been... Ten days, I think, between yeah, times just... he's pitched. You know what I'm going to do? So I'm going to try something
0: new right now against the Red
1: Sox. Well, well, you Yeah, know, let's
0: do that. Well, for, first of,
1: first of all, from my understanding, it it doesn't really serve a purpose. Like it, Sorry, what doesn't? The crouch? The, the big crouch thing really That's does I That's a thing
0: it. Ken Giles did. I mean, he got it from Ken Giles. It did. So. Well,
1: you know, it's more of a setting down in the middle of your body trying to find your base. You know, you you can figure, too. He does that 20 times a game. It's a lot of squat. I thought maybe he was embarrassed, by the way, in Tampa. Every time he did it, people would go, huh? No, no. Well, well. That, that's another thing too. It it was a distraction for him because people, fans in unison would yeah. scream squat. Yeah, and they would do it out loud, and he would hear it. And yeah. when you hear it, you want to tend to not do something, and you think more about me squatting than me throwing strike one and getting ahead. So that it's kind just of he, thing. he just decided it has nothing to do, from my understanding, with he's hurt or well, you know, we just are. A, it's a breaking it up, trying something new. We're we're in July. I, I don't know. Is he tiring?
0: Yeah, hasn't thrown a lot of innings. Ninety-nine but, to a hundred last yeah. night didn't look like that. All right, just, so that's it. It was for, for
1: me, right? It was, you know.
0: I, can I? Can I just say, look, I, I love Jordan Romano. Friend of the show. We've had him on. Um, kept in contact with him in the offseason. All that stuff. So, but man, I, I, uh, I don't think he's the no brainer that you talk about at the back end of the bullpen.
1: Of course not. Uh, he's. Now you give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit because he hasn't pitched a ton. Yeah. You would and think he was, also be, he
0: was also being used behind yesterday. Now a couple of people pointed that out. Why are you bringing your closer in when you're behind? Day off again, at that point, I want.
1: Yeah, it's a pitch in ten days. That's why they're pitching.
0: And, but also at that point, I got no problem pitch. having theoretically my best guy out there, and maybe I win that. Maybe I win that game in the next inning.
1: I like. I had no problem. You got to give him some confidence going into the next right. time you hand him the ball with a one run lead, that kind of thing, right? It's yeah. you want location, you want velocity, you want him doing it with a little vinegar. And again, it's it's more the 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 hunter Renfro pitch, the the what was that, a one two fastball is a little elevated. That's not a good yeah. pitch. That's center cut, a little elevated to a guy. Sometimes it's all or nothing. I can tell I told you this. I've been telling you this. Yeah, yeah, I played yeah, yeah. in that ballpark forever. And I hate to say that it just means I was in the minor leagues way too long. You create a little backspin in that ballpark, line to line, it flies. And you can tell that those big old boys knew it. They noticed batting practice. You go out there. That's why you have batting practice. You get a little feel. A ride, you mm-hmm. miss hit a ball in batting practice. You're like, whoa, look at that. I just left. Didn't really hit it too hard. And then you carry that over to the game. And you saw them big boys. They, just, they know. Let it travel a little bit. Create a little backspin. You can be rewarded for it. And th- this is what I took away from that. Right now, today. The Blue Jays' horses aren't good enough to match up with the Red Sox horses or the Rays horses. It's plain and simple. You can we can spin it any way You're we want to spin it. What matters or either, right now, like yeah. like Marcus Simeon and Bo Bichette last night were combined 0 for 8. They can't do that and think they're going to win against a team like the Red Sox. Yeah, they the, can't. Yeah, I, uh... They have to have a lot of things go right, and a lot of things means one through five in that order. It's got to be huge. It's see, like six RBI games might, like Tao had in Fenway that It one might day. be
0: time to move – we've talked about this. It might be time to move George up to the it? leadoff spot.
1: Does it really matter where he's – right now, does it really matter? I mean, like, they got to get hot all little, at the same he, time. He's
0: looked a little better.
1: He's looked – he's, well, he's I mean, better he's,
0: takes. He he's, looks a little better. He
1: does. He's letting it travel. He's gathers a little bit better. The leg kick, the getting the foot down a little on time. He's driving down and through it. You can tell he's – you know, it's the, the front foot is landing a little softer, which is a big deal, right? The weight's in the in, inside part of his knees and not on the outside. That's a big deal. I was a big outside guy where I would have too much gather. The weight would get on the outside part of my knee and that would throw me off. And I was out and around a ton. I would swing through baseballs. You can tell. But for me, I think that, that ship sailed a little. I think it's who cares where they're hitting. Marcus Simeon's got to stay hot. Bo Bichette's got to be Bo Bichette. Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s got to be an MVP candidate. George Springer's got to start being George Springer, which he's starting to be that way. And Teoscar Hernandez, like he has the last couple of days, is going to have to start backlegging some things. And if they do that, you know, it's what you get at the bottom end of your of your lineup's gravy. they got to play better defense down there. But the big boys got to be the big boys, and obviously Ryu's got to do his thing. Robbie Ray's got to step up and continue to do those kind of things. And their bullpen, maybe they go out and get a couple pieces. Yeah, yeah. I
0: I think that's and 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 again. Don't don't feel like you have to wait here. Don't feel like you well, have I'm to sure wait here. I'm they're, if not, you're Ross
1: they're not. They're not. They're not wanting don't, to wait.
0: No, but I'm saying if I get if I can get a guy in here that's going to help me in that Red Sox series, get him in. Don't. I'm going to ask you Don't, a question. don't, wait, if, don't if, wait for four if, days. If Craig Kimbrell was
1: here the last two games against the Red Sox, are they winning either one of those? There you go. They got outscored 20-4, to four, Maybe to not. Four homers. Honestly, maybe not yesterday's. The first game.
0: First game they win. You think so? Maybe not yesterday's. But, I mean, who knows? Look, if you have Craig Kimbrell, then you're managing, then different pitchers are coming in in different situations. If you have Craig Kimbrell, maybe you get Robbie Ray out of the game earlier than he did. Right? Maybe. It's not just when you use the guy. It's the fact that you have the guy, which has an impact on other moves you can make. Uh, 590, 590 is a text line. We will get to it. Dave Joust joins us as well. This is Baseball Central. Pardon me. I think I'm losing my voice. All your dreams come true on Sportsnet 590, the fan. Now, we'll be back in a few seconds. This is Baseball Central. got the, the Tigers and uh, Rangers on the TV set here. We really are baseball fans, aren't we? Watching these two sorry ass teams. <laughs> Mike Fulton Nevich might tremendous. have the worst body language. Oh. And, and, dude, if you got a ponytail, you cannot act like that. Like, if you got a ponytail, you, 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 can't, you can't have that yeah, body you, language.
1: You, you would seriously think that the pitching coach would go out there and go, hey, man, this is a tired act. Let, let's go. Every time you throw a ball, you can't act like it's the end of the world. You just had your leg cut off. Clean it up. Oh, look, my God. Look, look at, at the catcher. Yeah, I
0: know. Oh, my God.
1: You'll be all right. Don't walk off the plank. Come on. Anyhow. Big leagues.
0: Anyhow, Dave Jones joins us at 240. There's no Blue Jays baseball tonight. They have the night off. Uh, they will be in New York City Field to take on the Mets Friday. It'll be Steven Matz. Saturday, Jin Ryu's <sighs> I, I, I on the mound against Taiwan Walker. Ross Stripling against uh, TBC on Sunday. That
1: guy's pretty good, I heard. TBC? Yeah.
0: You never know what you're going to get from TBC. That's the problem. Startling locking. There's another one out. (laughs) Fulton Evans just go, look at it. This is going to be, oh, look at that bark. Oh, he's, Uh, and look at those, come on, those mutton chops. You got, if you got hair like that, come on, come on. You can't act
1: like that. Yeah, it didn't seem like he cared on that one. Yeah, really, didn't. Here's my ball, hit it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyhow. See,
0: we're watching this, so you don't have to watch it. Uh, there will be baseball on the uh, network tonight, though. The Yankees and the Red Sox, 7 p.m. on Sportsnet. So who do you cheer for?
1: Little engine. <laughs> Those underdog Yankees coming yeah, that's through. A great, that's a great question. You, you know, I think they're, the, they're the Red Sox are story. so far ahead of the Blue Jays when it comes to, to the American League East. Yeah. I think you got to be fighting for that wild card spot. I think Who's so in front too. in that wild Yankees, card spot? I think so, too. There you go. So maybe you'd be...
0: Maybe, maybe you cheer for those underdog Yankees. Those little gritty, nah,
1: probably gritty cheer, Yankees. Probably root for the Red Sox. So. Nah, you got to
0: cheer for the underdog. Do you? I got to cheer for the Yankees. Gritty Yankees. Mm. Sucking it up with their $190 million payroll. Uh, Oakland and Seattle at 10 o'clock on Sportsnet 1. Now, there's no doubt who we're cheering for there, no, is I'll there? Stop, well, I'll hang on sure. now because Oakland's the team you're chasing and Seattle's between you and Oakland.
1: If you're the Jays. Yeah. Rather have two teams in front of you than three teams, though. And there is that one's beating up on the other one. There is that. Anyhow, see
0: that's where we are. That's what happens when you stink within your division. Now, luckily for the Jays, they're thirteen and two in interleague play. If they weren't thirteen and two in interleague play, we we, we, we wouldn't we, be even talking. No, we'd be talking about selling <laughs> at the deadline. We would. We'd be wondering what you're huh? going to get from Marcus Semien. No, it's true. We'd be well, wondering what you're going to get from Marcus Semien.
1: You may still be wondering that. Well, if you don't, home, well, if you don't coming, resign him,
0: coming home to Toronto after being away, you're welcoming your fans back, and here's what we're going to do.
1: Oh, what's the difference in, in being nine back with him or nine back without him? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I George Springer's making 150 large to lead Mar- off. I keep Marcus Semyon here. That's I fine. mean, I like him. Where it is, he likes it here. Yeah, and I, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any financial reason. The question hey, is, here's the thing. The question got, is, you know, next year, if he's not playing second, who does? Okay, here, here, here's. The-
0: no, it won't be Kevin, did you?
1: <laughs> How did you hear that?
0: Because <laughs> I, I got good hearing. Hearing's the one thing that hasn't gone in my body. That's it, huh? That's only the one thing. All 595,90s right. is the text line. Doug in Brantford, Mr. Blair, remember six this ago you asked about midseason apologies and I suggested you apologize to Mr. Barker? Well, what I saw the past two games, I owe you an apology. I apologize for suggesting that you apologize to Mr. Barker, Mr. Barker, or anyone else for that matter. We should all be so lucky to bathe in the waters. That is your baseball knowledge. You're know, Wow. I, no, I, it was
1: Doug. Doug, stop it. Well, at least you could buy Doug a Christmas gift because you never buy me one. So you could use that money that you would spend on I don't on make me enough money to buy. I don't buy my family Christmas gifts. something. I don't buy my family Christmas gifts. Christmas is overrated. Yeah, I, I, I hate to be wrong. And, it, and the, the, uh, on the flip side of that, I even hate, hate it worse that when you're right.
0: All I said was that I thought they'd be like eighty three, eighty eight wins. That's what Vegas was saying. I was going along with Vegas. Uh, I wasn't going out in a limb there. I did ninety wins was strong. Yeah, ninety wins. When when I heard you say ninety wins, that I, I want to re- throw
1: something at me. Well, I,
0: I I just wonder if 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 cannabis wasn't legalized in Ontario, would you be saying ninety wins for the Blue Jays? That's all I'm saying. Ninety wins is a bit well, of a reach. Right? I don't know what that was based on. Were, were you expecting Stephen
1: Matz to? What was that? Ross dribbling.
0: Anyhow. So I got to
1: go 42 and 25 to reach 90 wins.
0: Misha in Toronto, apart from the bullpen, I still think this lineup needs one more big bat to solidify the middle yeah. of the lineup. If they want a shot at the playoffs thoughts, if they, if they can get a, if they can get pitching to get them in the playoffs. Yeah. If they can't get pitching, forget the bat. I, I want pitching. I, this rotation, this bullpen, Nelson Cruz, good Nelson Cruz ain't gonna matter squat. It's not gonna make any difference. You would not have beaten the Yankees yesterday or the Red Sox yesterday with Nelson Cruz.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure consistently their lineup, when it comes to experience, is good enough to beat teams a lot in the American League East, ten to seven. Taking what the pitcher gives him. You think a young guy can do that consistently? Yeah, but adding <laughs> Nelson Cruz, doesn't it? That's my point. Yeah, I, just don't, I just don't think they can do that. So the more important side of that would be the starting pitching, the bullpen. That's, that's every team. Every team needs that.
0: Adam in Mississauga, where in the hell is Julian Merriweather? Who knows? Ooh, yeah.
1: And I almost said who cares. But we don't, was, that's no, rude. the fact
0: is, we, we, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know where it is.
1: Like, well, what would Julian Merriweather give you? Well, did you think Julian Merriweather would come back throwing one hundred and one miles an hour like he did before for four when he days, left? and then he'd be hurt? There you go. So I'm not sure. You know, you can hang your hat on that and expect no brainers. Would he be an upgrade for four days? Maybe. But September, if you're in it, <laughs> this game's made okay, a little th- bit more.
0: Okay, this is this is a this is a a very Robin Peterborough Ed, an intriguing text because it's something I think we talked about. A couple of Robbie Ray starts ago. And Rob is wondering if Ray is tipping his pitches. He said, it seemed like the Red Sox knew JD what was Martinez. coming. He said, or or is that just a factor of him only having two pitches?
1: That's the latter, I think. do
0: really, two he pitches. Don't really,
1: he doesn't have to tip his pitches. He you know what you're going 50, to get. 50-50 chance of what he's going to get. And you, you know, if he doesn't throw strike one, you got a really good educated guess on what you're going to get yeah. the next pitch. He ain't going to flip something in there. It's going to be something hard. It's going to be certain location. Again, that two-strike thing, is I don't know if that's surprising or alarming. I, that, that would be the one thing. I know really good hitters, really good lineups can eliminate one side of the plate. That's the in or the elevated. You pick one of the two. If he throws you a good one, you're out anyway because it's good stuff and it's going to break like crazy and he's going to get you out. But if you guess right, location, he ain't going to elevate a, a slider. I'll put it to you that way. And if you get the foot down early enough, you're a good enough line. That, that's the thing, right? It's, it's just, if you think about resigning him, that's the whole point here is. If you think about resigning him next year, think about big pitcher. Coming back next year, another year of Pete Walker. Would Petey say, okay, we know what you're doing. We know what you've done. You know, you're not walking anybody, which is a great thing. But eh, we may want to think about the third pitch, at least another one, just to keep him honest. Doesn't have to be something that breaks. Maybe it's a changeup. You change grip. You throw some kind of a splitty thing. You throw a, a choked-off changeup. Something to change speeds. it got a little sink. Something that's breaking away. Garrett Richards, you notice what he did yesterday. That, that's not by accident. He started throwing the change-up. It's mm-hmm. 91. It's in to the right. He got a little run in there. So he can get you out with a cutter away. That's called pitching. And he'll throw just enough of the 78-79 mile-an-hour breaking ball to make your eyes look. It looks like the cutter, but now it's breaking. I'm going to take it. He steals a strike with it. It's 0-1 instead of 1-0. It makes you a better pitcher. That's all I'm saying is, can he go to the next level? If you think he can, then you might give him the three years. I don't
0: know. Like I said, I – Because he's going to want three. Yeah, I just – I need to see more. It's that simple.
1: There may not be any more.
0: Jordan, there may not be. No. Jordan and Etobicoke, where's Taiwan Walker and Mark Stroman? Why you did not sign either is beyond me. Well, they traded Stroman. And uh, it was pretty clear, I think, that both sides really didn't want each other. Yeah. And um, Taiwan Walker.
1: I mean, Great Ty- question.
0: Well, I, I will tell you this Robbie Ray, when Robbie Ray elected to resign 10 days after the season was over, that was the end of Taiwan Walker. And I think essentially at that point the Jays went to well, Taiwan Walker well, and said, "Well, no, this one okay, year you, eight million not a ton of money, though. No, but but I, th- I think that was I I I'm hoping that they were looking at something better than Taiwan Walker, or something they thought was better than Taiwan Walker. As it turned that's out, would I take point. Taiwan Walker right now? Yeah, but last off season that I think I could do better than Taiwan Walker, hell yeah, we all did. Nothing against Taiwan Walker, but there were some pitchers out there I'd rather have than Taiwan. Yeah." Walker. But uh, anyhow, that's, uh, that's where we are with that. Again, uh, the Jets, the Jets, the Mets Don't and the Jays. Don't Jesus. let
1: that beat you. I got, the Jets. I, that's,
0: I'm thinking of hockey because I got writer's block coming up. And we got to talk about hockey and, and and that thing, that expansion thing last How about night. That? I didn't watch a second, but I heard. Yeah, it, was, it was great. I mean, Chris Fowler, you know, basically insulting every pick. And Dominic Moore, poor Dominic Moore, because hockey guys never insult each other in never. public, right? They're all good guys. Dominic yeah, yeah. Moore looked like he wanted to hide. Like he wanted to run away and jump into, Pug- what is it, Puget Sound or whatever the hell that body of water is? By the way, why did they name their team after a rum? I'm sure there's a lot I mean, of every, I, that name. Everybody's going nuts. I think the Kraken's a stupid-ass name. I, I just do. I think it's stupid. Anyhow, it hmm. was fun watching watching them bring bring all these guys out, pretend to be happy. Jordan Eberle, the last time I saw a guy look that happy was when Connor McDavid found out he was being drafted by Edmonton uh, and being exiled to Edmonton. Jordan, how excited are you to be here? Uh, so anyhow, so I was I was thinking about the Jets, yeah, and, and hockey. Uh-huh. That's my excuse, okay. The Mets and the Jays, a three game series starting tomorrow night. Stephen Mats for your Blue Jays, Mister. Do you Parker? light a candle now? Stephen Matz? yeah. Psh, I don't know. He unjin Ryu against Taiwan. I'll waste that
1: That's what you're Ross stripping.
0: No, I, I just don't. Uh...
1: You're gonna you're gonna get four or five innings, but de- decent pitching. That's what you get, and maybe a, a maybe you'll go back Lake City and make up for it. Steven Mats. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. Three days of pitchers I, hitting. That's What
0: can go wrong? That's all. What well, can how, go wrong? Oh, re- pitchers hitting. Boy, that's gonna be
1: great. How many times you hear about Ryu's batting practices? Man, it's going deep, way up. In Buffalo?
0: There is nothing that is a bigger waste of oxygen than talking about pitchers hitting. The only thing that is a bigger waste of oxygen than talking about pitchers hitting is watching pitchers.
1: Can you go up and try and bunt 98 miles an hour of movement, please? That's basically what you're trying to ask him to do. You can't throw 98, (laughs) which is something you do every
0: day of your life, but we want you to go up and hit 98. Good luck. Good luck. A oh, stupid idea. Anyhow, Dave Jous is a bench coach, coach bench boss.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> speaking of man, speaking of cannabis, Okay, go. time to get some? Dave Jous is the bench coach for the New York Mets. What? Do, what do you? What do you like that for? I don't know. He joins us next. This is Baseball Central on the home of the Blue Jays, Sportsnet 590, The Fan. All right, let's try this again. The Jays will start a three-game series. With who? The New York Nets. tomorrow they will not see Marcus Stroman who was lights out yesterday for the Mets that's kind of a bizarre that 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 division is really strange the east Um, for a variety of reasons I mean I guess you could look at it and say there's a little bit of parody there the Mets are leading they're 50 and 43 Phillies Phillies in second they're 47 and 47 they're this is when you know something's skewed. When you're three and a half games out of the wild card, or uh, uh, three and a half games out of your division, and seven back of the wild card, <laughs> you know uh, the Braves are four and a half back of the division, eight back of the wild card, and uh, as we mentioned, the the Mets are setting the pace in the National League East, and it, it is a division. Look, we uh, when we looked at the J schedule. At the start of the year, my God, I was saying, Jesus, they got to go in. You know, nice break. They've got to face the teams in the National League East with all that pitching. I mean, top the to bottom. I mean, the worst team in that division still got great pitching. Yeah, I mean, you're running They're through. They're bringing it. It's like, it's like it's like it's like it's like a trip through the last 20 years of the National League Cy Young Award when you go into that division for the most part. Yeah, um, but man, it, it seems as if. It seems as if teams have just had a really difficult time getting getting traction in that division. As we mentioned, the Mets are currently setting the pace. Dave Jouse is the bench coach of the Mets, and he joins us on writer's block. Mr. Jouse, huh? it's always baseball central. <laughs> I, I got the show right. It's okay. I got the show. It's. It's just it, it's one of those days. It's one of those days, Dave. How you doing, man? Good to talk to you.
2: It's, it's always good hearing you guys, and uh, and it it seems like for some reason, even though we're ta- you, you mentioning the Mets and you're watching the uh, mentioning the of course the Blue Jays, uh, it seems like you and I have had like six months of connection with Vladdy Jr. too. Yeah, so. I know.
0: I was here. Here I was going well <laughs> because you managed him in Winter Ball, and I was actually I was yep. thinking, can I go a whole show without talking about Vladdy Jr.? The answer is no. But I want to talk about the Mets first, and then and then we'll get. We'll get to Vladdy Jr. I mean, it, it really does seem, Dave, as if teams have just top to bottom in the East, teams have had a difficult time gaining traction. And I understand looking at the Mets, I mean, the injuries that, that the Mets have sustained almost from the get-go is probably, is probably part of that, but, um, or a large part of it, certainly. What, what do you think will allow the Mets to, to stay above water here with these injuries?
2: The same way that any team that goes through anything from injuries to um, to facing to facing clubs hot or to not playing as well as they can is is taken letting you guys talk about games out and where you're sitting on on july twenty second we, we We don't do that you play you play each day. You get ready each day. You get better at the end of each day. Those three hours, or some of the times, the four-hour and 55-minute game like we had on Monday, um, you you go and compete and try to go one and zero. But before it and afterwards, you just play that day, man. And that's—I know it sounds—it sounds simplistic and sounds maybe cliche. But it's not. It's it's the truth. That's how you win a 162 game season, and um, that's how we have. And 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 we've actually played in 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 our minds. We've gone out and played each day as competitively as we can.
1: Dave, what's going on with Michael Conforto?
2: Every day, and this is uh, this is a good good question because two days ago they asked after the game. Um, And they said, what about Michael now that he, you know, because he came off of a two home run game. Mm -hmm. Now that he's swinging the bat and he's a force (laughs) in the lineup to extend it. I I said, well, the only time he wasn't a force on our club was when he got hurt and was, was on the IL because no, his production isn't what he expected, what we expected on a daily basis, numbers wise, results wise, but, the the guy has helped us win every time um, he's been active and in the lineup, and even those days that he's active and he's not starting because of a rest day or because of something else we decide or he decides, um, this guy comes to play every day and comes to help the team win every day. He's played an all-star caliber right field. Um, his at-bats are still productive quality at bats. Um, he works to count. He helps the other players because they see pitches because he's a tough out because they know he's a tough out. And um, so that day his results produced two home runs and, and, and more RBIs and, more, you know, runs scored. But he, he still is, is the player that our club looks to as far as a leader, both in the lineup offensively, in right field and definitely in the dugout and clubhouse.
0: Thing too that has happened is uh, since the All Star break, I mean the Mets are uh, the Mets are scoring almost twice as many runs um, per game since the break that, uh, compared to going in. And of course, this is um, you know, basically without Francisco Lindor. Is that is that does that just get to your point about just go out and compete every day and and and? and you should be good enough that that at the end of the day you're going to win more than you lose.
2: Um, I, I, and if you look at it accumulative, yes. But even each day you go out, you're not going to win more than lose that day. You're going out to go one and zero, and we believe we believe as a team and a club that every day we we tow up to that guy uh, and that club next to us. We're going to beat them. And, and and I believe that from the manager Louis Rojas special man he is to our twenty sixth man to our trainer to our strength and conditioning guy to heck, our cook.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um we we believe we have a clubhouse that wants to wants to be together and we wanna be with each other to beat that other club. Um and 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 I, I, I do I do want to make sure that when you say we're scoring more runs with Outland door, that that has you know, all that that, that's that's erased because the reason we are in this position right now is because of the way that Lindor has has gone to um, be that also the quality leader mm-hmm. like a conforto um, has been um, and a quality winning player on our club. He is he is he is a special man, special player, special clubhouse man, and he has helped us win day in and day out, again, regardless of what the so-called number results are on offense. um, This man is, (laughs) his attacks are good, his leadership is is off the charts, his defense is off the charts, his ability to get players to be better, um, to support manager, to support coaches, to support players, Um, this uh, this is the guy you go to bat with every day.
0: Dave, I know this is gonna this is an unfair comparison, but you're the perfect person to make an ask for an unfair comparison. You know the Alou family extremely well. Uh you've you've you know you've been there when Felipe's had to make decisions. Now you're a bench coach for Luis Rojas. How are they similar and how are they different? And again, I know oh, that I'm yeah. asking big comparison there. I, I get it. Um the
2: the comparison actually is probably um Coming from where I am in my life and my career, um, Felipe is the second most important male mentor in my life to my dad. That had to do with my age, my life experience, and my baseball career experience. So um, what he was with me, both as a, friend and as a mentor in baseball and and coaching for him as a manager and being his, his uh, spring training coordinator when he was a manager in the big leagues. And, um, uh, and then compared to now where um, life wise, I'm, I'm actually a mentor in life experiences for, for Louie, his, his young his young son is twenty years younger than my oldest son. Hmm. Um, his marriage is is, thir- is twenty eight years, twenty six years less than my marriage, um, and so all those things make it a different um, s- state that I'm in. But as far as being a mature, experienced baseball manager, um, the similar- similarities are off the charts they both see the game incredible they're both fearless they both connect well with players with staff with front office their minds were quick sharp but also caring and loving um, so there are a lot of similarities when it comes to those things strictly as far as managing now at the time I was with Felipe I'm a I was a baby in the in the game of professional baseball and all I could look up to is is all the experience and wisdom that he had accrued along with the ability he had. Now I, I am with Louie, and the ability he has is, is so similar. The experience that I have make me um, n- not as, um, as daily or often um, learning or gleaning from his wisdom, though I still do. I still do, but not as much or as often as I did with
1: Felipe. Okay, Dave. We obviously know you've been around a long time. Uh, Jacob Degrom, when he takes the ball every fifth day, where does he rank in the pictures that you've seen up close?
2: I hate, I hate ranking people. I do in my in my dining room table if, with my sons. If you want to come and eat food with us, then I'll be a then I'll be a, a, a non coach. But when you're a coach, it's very tough, difficult to rank. Um, as far as um, what Jake Degrom is doing in 2021, um, it's it's in the top two or three career years I've seen on what he can do, and and he doesn't take a back seat to any of the two or three. Um, but on a long-term basis, I uh, I hate to rank that because I think as coaches then you limit um, what that young man or veteran pitcher or veteran player is doing um, that year. So, um, but he's, what he does, what he has done this year is right there with uh, the years that I go back as a fan when I was young to see Bob Gibson Mm -hmm. beating beating the Cubs when I was growing up in Chicago and and Wrigley and knowing that nobody could could hit him, nobody could touch him. Um, Being with with Pedro in the dugout where nobody could hit him, nobody touch him. Being against um Randy Johnson where, you know, the best hitters in the in the league every five days were saying, Hey geez, I got I got a little ankle,
1: <laughs> ankle <laughs>
2: on this one oh, I don't wanna I, I think this uh that day right there I'm gonna take off. Um so those are Those are special. And and just by saying those guys, I I talked because, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I was in the dugout with Pedro and I broke in with the Expos when Randy was just learning his craft as a minor league guy. So that's the reason I bring up those guys, just because I I know their, their history well. And then growing up as a Cub fan or in Chicago and seeing Bob Gibson on the other side, it was, you know, those things stand out. Sandy Koufax, you know
0: those things stand out. Dave, I wish we had more time to chat with you, but uh the clock is not our friend. Listen, we will do this again. Uh it was great fun by the way watching you at the All-Star game with with Pete Tremendous. Alonso. We got a, a I mean the 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 heat chart of your batting practice, man. Dan Graziano, who I know covered you in Florida, sent me a tweet and said how many times do you think Joe's is throwing BP and how many times do you think it's been that perfect? That has been that perfect always. So it was a lot of fun watching you. It was great catching up with you and we'll do it again, Dave. I promise. Thanks Dave. Outstanding. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Take care. It's Dave Jones, bench coach of the New York Mets. And he was the guy pitching Pete on that was brilliant. That, that, that's, and I loved what he said after that. Close my eyes and throw it. There it is. Wherever it he wants it. I'm going to throw it there. It was all in the same, the same area. Baseball Central, right? Writers Block is next. Baseball Central will be back tomorrow. Swear to God, I promise.